The meaning of legacy has become watered down because whenever you hear it, it's about things, the car, houses, businesses, money, jewelry. And while that's not wrong, it's also not complete. You see, we all want to know that our lives counted for something and that we've made a difference. And that's what leaving a legacy is all about. But if you allow your legacy to just be the stuff that you have, well, you're not leaving behind what God intended. And so in this episode, I'm sharing three things that define your legacy, whether you intend for it to or not. So join me today. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out, Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast, where we are here to encourage you and support you in what it looks like to have your prayers answered. There is a way for you to get all of your prayers answered, but it does mean that we're going to align ourselves with what's written. And so each week we're coming with different points of wisdom that I think is going to bless your life. And I'd like to hear from you. So why don't you subscribe today? And if you're already a subscriber, if you will comment, ring the bell. Let me know what's going on out there as we're presenting these episodes. Today, we're talking about legacy. Legacy! Not too many of us think about legacy until we're hearing someone else's. But today, we're bringing it to the forefront of our minds because legacy is more than just being a person who has accumulated stuff and wants to leave it behind. No, your legacy is being made right now by what you do and by who you are, not just for yourself, but for those who are around you and those who are coming behind you. So when I think about legacy, primarily it's because I remember being a child and my mother saying to me, you know, I may not have all of the money that the average person or the next person has for their children, but I do have something for you that can make all of the difference. And she gave to me Jesus Christ. Now at that time, it wasn't something that I could fully appreciate, but I need you to hear me. It was the best thing that she could have ever left me. And she's still here, here to mentor me and disciple me. And as well as ensure that I'm still continuing on this path because legacy is who you serve. And so when you think about who you're serving as a person, it really does matter. It matters for you and it matters for those around you because people are watching whether you realize it or not. And so when your legacy is Jesus, Jesus who is the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus who is the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God, well, therein, 
then you're able to live your life in a way where it's no longer you living, no longer living a selfish existence, but now you're living for him, through him and to him. You're showcasing a devotion towards him that does not look like a focus on things of this world. In other words, you're no longer carnally minded, but now you're spiritually minded. Now you're able to think beyond what the average person is thinking of because you're trying, you're pursuing, you're, you're posturing a love for your heavenly father with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind and strength. And it's the kind of example that any person can not just appreciate, but they can learn from this example because now they'll, they will watch you live a life of peace. They will watch you with all of your needs met. They will watch you go through storms and see you maybe, um, maybe recognizing that you're in the storm, but certainly not rattled by the storm. And so I want to encourage you that your legacy begins with who you worship. And as a Christian, you worship the living God and he has given to you. He's given to me, his son, Jesus Christ. And the more we allow Jesus to inform who we are, we'll be transformed, changed, conformed into his image so that we truly are an example to others. One of my favorite uh, scriptures is Psalm 19. And it says uh, there, and I'm sorry, I don't know the verse, but Psalm 19, it talks about how the testimonies of the Lord are sure, making the foolish wise or making the simple wise. And so there are plenty of people around us who simply don't know direction. They don't know which way to go. They don't know what is wisdom and what's not. And they're looking at you because you're in the midst of making a legacy. So let them see a person whose testimonies are sure because you're living for the Father and they're the, they are the kinds of testimonies that can make a simple person wise. But here's another thing. Legacy is how you treat people. You know, whenever I have gone to a funeral, someone's, uh, you know, home going service, I have always sat and I've been either motivated by how a person has lived their life or I've just been unmoved completely. But when I hear stories of how a person shows the love of God or gives of themselves or just serves in ways that I myself have not uh, reached, I'm always motivated because they have left a legacy. They've left an example for any one of us to follow. And so when you think about who you are as a Christian, because you are so connected to the Father, you should inadvertently and in intentionally bear forth fruit. In other words, there is the fruit of the spirit that Galatians talks about. And this fruit should come out of our lives in a way where we are making legacy. So no one has to say anything while we're living. But there will be a day when they will reflect upon who you are as a person and the, and the thoughts that they have for you will speak to your legacy. Are you nice or are you mean? Are you thinking that you're kind when in fact, maybe you're not, maybe you're selfish as opposed to giving. This is the time for you to consider what is it or who is it that you are choosing to be. 
We're all choosing whether we want to or not. And if you recognize that you're not choosing to be the best person, then you can make a change today. You don't have to continue on the same route of being short or mean-spirited or just being impatient, but you can allow the fruit of the spirit to come out of your life, the fruit of love, the fruit of joy. You say, how can I be joyous? Well, the scripture is clear. John says that if I abide in him and his word abides in me, then my joy will be full. So if I'm not having joy, maybe I'm not abiding in his word. So now I make a change so that when people come around me, they're not always hearing about my problems or they're not always hearing me complain or grumble about this or that. They're not listening to me commiserate with them, but I have a joy that supersedes the experience that we may have. And so I want to encourage you that if you're thinking about who you are as a person, you can look to the word and fulfill his promises for your life. Fulfill what he's calling you to because someone somewhere is watching and they are learning from your legacy. So let's produce love and joy and peace and goodness and kindness and thankfulness and self-control. And that's not all of the nine, but I encourage you go to Galatians and identify the fruit that you may be missing just as much as you can identify the fruit that you can celebrate. In the end, there's always a personality that's etched within us. I bet you can think in your history about the meanest person that you've ever met. Why? Because they've been etched within. Like, wow, that teacher was so mean. Or you can think to yourself about the nicest person that you've ever met. Wow, they just sound like sunshine. I can think of those two people right now. But then we can think about the foolish person. And so I go right to scripture. And the most foolish person that I can think of is a man named Nabal. And so Nabal was just foolish. He just didn't make good decisions. I'll let you read the story. But Nabal is Abigail's, um, she was a widow because he died because of his folly. Nevertheless, you can think about people who have made a difference in your life because they were mean or they were nice or they were just foolish. And you made a decision about who you're going to be based upon their behavior. That's because they left a legacy behind and you will too. And so legacy is how you treat people. But legacy is also, legacy is the impact that you will have on another person. Who you are and what you do really can influence another life. And so again, Whenever I've gone to a funeral, I've listened to who this character of a person is, and it has motivated me to be better, to maybe be more giving, to maybe be more um, um, altruistic, that whatever it looks like for me to grow in who I am as a person, I'm able to hear it in those kinds of settings. But I want to encourage you today that the fruit of the spirit will come out from you, but also that the gifts God has given to you will also be seen by those around you. You have gifts, you have talents that others can benefit from. And so regardless of what your gifts are, let it make a difference in the life of another. 
See what it can do to, to better not just yourself, but what your gifts and what your talents and the fruit that comes from your life, what it can do to impact another life right now. And so I want to challenge you. If you're someone who pretty much has a rhythm of how you do life, maybe let's break the rhythm and let's start doing maybe more things for people. Um, so maybe for example, if you go to the grocery store and you always buy something for yourself and that's just the rhythm of life, let me encourage you that next time you go to the grocery store, that maybe you'll just say, I just want to pay for the person behind me especially if you're in the quick checkout line, right? It doesn't cost much, if, especially if they have like two or three items. Or maybe you can just be better, make an impact on another life because you made a phone call where you check in on a person regularly. No one has to know that you're checking in on them except you and the person, but you're making an impact on another life. This is what it means to create a legacy for yourself. You may never hear what people actually think about you, but when it's all said and done and you're standing before the living God and he's, um, he's like rolling the script of your life, isn't it going to be a beautiful thing when he's able to roll back, um, like a, a, uh, what is the word I want? When he's able to roll back maybe a movie, if you will, of your life, and you have left the kind of legacy that has caused other people to change, that has caused other people to be better. Even more, you, are, you have left the kind of legacy where Jesus Christ has truly been exalted in your life, where you have lived your life in a way that's pleasing to him and where he gets all of the glory because you belong to him and he is yours. I hope that this blessed you today, and I want to encourage you that Jesus Christ loves you so very much. He loves you so much that he gave his son, Jesus Christ, so that you could have life, so that you could have it to the full. Now, let's make our lives count for something more than ourselves. Father, we thank you so much for the gift of life. We commit ourselves unto you now because while we live, we do want to please you. We want to honor you. We want our lives to count for more than just the stuff we can accumulate. And so I pray for the conviction of your Holy Spirit to arrest each one of us so that we are doing things outside of ourselves, so that we're not just the beneficiary of what we're doing, but others around us, that they are blessed by who we are, that they're impacted in a good way by the decisions that we make. We commit ourselves unto you, Father, because it is you who hath made us and not we ourselves. And so we choose to rend ourselves before you, trusting that you as an all-consuming fire will burn the chaff of our hearts and of our lives so that we truly can come forth as liquid gold, so that we truly can be a vessel used for noble purposes, sanctified and useful, prepared for every good work. May we have a legacy because we are connected to you in Jesus's name. And all of the believers said, amen. I hope this blessed you today. 
And if it did, I really would like for you to like the episode, subscribe, but even more, stay tuned the next week and the next week, because I do believe that God is speaking. We are preparing now for our next Woman Pray Intensive. And so I want to invite you to pray along with me. We're going to be traveling to different cities and states in 2023, but I need your support by your prayers. And so if you're praying with me, I expect that we'll be able to meet you in a city near you very soon. God bless you. And we'll see you next week on the Woman Pray Podcast.